Box of Thoughts, where the most dangerous type of person is the one that constantly learns. Welcome to Box of Thoughts. Today I'll be talking about a book I just finished reading, and later we will have a special guest that will be talking about her experience. Now I will discuss the book. The book I read was Challenger Deep by Neil Schutzman and published by Hopper Carlin... And published by Harper Collins Publishers. This book follows a high school student by the name of Caden Bosch that is on the journey to the deepest point on earth, Challenger Deep, the southern part of the Marinus Trench. Caden starts to exhibit abnormal behaviors which his parents and friends start to notice. He is absorbed in his thoughts and he does not know where his loyalties lay among his alliances. He meets some crewmates that he helps, but in turn help him through his schizophrenia. Neil Shetterman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 30 novels for children, teens, and adults. He won the 2015 National Book Award for Young People's Literature for Challenger Deep, and he has won many other awards for his other books. I do believe that Shetterman is qualified to write on this subject because he has mind personal experience with mental illness with his son Brendan Schutzerman whose line drawings are published within the book. Brendan also helped his father write this book with his first-hand experience. This makes me agree with the conclusions made in the book. Schutzerman does say his purpose for writing Challenger Deep and I do agree with this. He states that his hope is that Challenger Deep will comfort those who have been there letting them know they are not alone. Also, that this will help others empathize and to understand what it's like to sail the dark, unpredictable waters of mental illness. Neil definitely does achieve his purpose through his writing style, in the way of taking the patient's point of view and not the professional's or the doctor's point of view. With this point of view, the reader is able to better understand what goes on in the mind of a person with mental illness. The reader also The reader also sympathizes with the character more. This writing style is not hard to understand. On the contrary, it made it harder for me to put down the book. This book has many strengths from start to finish, like the character developments within the novel. Each character has their own journey that we get to peek into, and it gives the book more variety. Variety! has their own journey and we get to peek into and it gives the book more variety. Another strength would be the details given when Caden was on the medications and also his dreams and hallucinations. A weakness I would say is that since the book is a pretty short read, it felt like there's a lot of information and or plot that needed to be put into this short read, so it felt that fast paced to me. So it felt fast paced to me. I would have liked 100 more pages, so it did not feel that way. I love this book and it was an emotional read. At points I did want to break down crying because of the powerful wording and events that took place within the book. It was very moving and it just reassured my stance on mental illness. That there are still humans no matter the diagnosis. It also showed me just how much medication one takes, but also how many times it will be changed 
depending on how the drugs are affecting the person. Upon reading this book, I read a case study about this man by the name of Miles that suffered from schizophrenia. He had much academic success when he was a teenager, but his behavior became increasingly odd. He quit seeing his friends and no longer seemed to care about his his appearance or social pursuits. He lived with many family members, but rarely talked to them. He said he found clues that his college was just a front for an organized crime operation. He had been suspended from college because of missing many classes. His sister said that she often found him humming or mumbling quietly to himself and at times seemed to be talking to people who were not there. Miles' sister and father brought him to the emergency room and he did not want to eat the meals that were offered by the hospital staff and voiced concerns that he might be trying to that they and voiced concerns that they might be trying to hide drugs in his food. Miles agreed to sign himself into the psychiatric unit for treatment. After reading this, a new insight I've learned is that schizophrenia seems to have a common pattern of increasingly getting worse as the person ages. Also, a common symptom I see is that they are usually paranoid. Now I will have our special guest, Alexis Leach, talk about her depression. Hi. So, um, since I was, um, I'd say pretty young, I knew I was really aware of, I was pretty aware of, um, my mental health and that, that I wasn't like, you know, like a normal, quote unquote normal, I'd say, like as the average person. And... I remember when I was really, when I was young, I had really bad anger problems, and like, I took it all on, took it out on my brother and like my family, and I never knew why, I thought I was just like a, just an aggressive kid, you know, but I I would do, like looking back, I realized like a lot of the stuff I did was really abnormal, um, but as I grew up, I started like normalizing like, or like not normalizing, but no, like, you know, uh, validating that, like, like, that I am, like, mentally ill, um, but, um, it really started, like, in middle school, when I noticed, and I'd bring it up to my parents, and my mom and my dad would always tell me that it was, like, it was just because I was going through, um, puberty, and that my hormones were changing, and I mean, I, I, I agreed with them, like, I was changing, but it, I was more sad than, I was more sad than others, and I was more anxious than others, and I, the way I looked at life was very different from the normal person, and so it, when I was young, or when I was in middle school, um, on some days I felt like everything was very like hopeless and I didn't see a point in living um, and so my parents got me a therapist and she never said that she never told me um, my diagnosis really I never asked I just I knew I had depression and anxiety and I told her that it all really stems from my mom being really hard on me as I was growing up 
and having these really high expectations on me and I knew that I would never reach them and I, I kept talking myself into this constant loop of I'm gonna be I'm a failure you know I'm not beautiful I'm not enough for my mom and um, and then I stopped seeing a therapist for a while until um, this year or last year when the pandemic started I um, my mental health got really bad and I started I started seeing my therapist again and I told her that um, that I had been hurting myself recently and then and that I didn't know how to stop it and I just needed help and so going back to her was really helpful and she finally told me that I should go see a psychiatrist you know and at this point it had been six years that like I like confirmed myself with myself that like I have depression and now I'm finally getting it confirmed by a psychiatrist and when I went to the psychiatrist I was finally diagnosed with um, major depressive disorder and um, general anxiety disorder and um, I've been diagnosed since November October ish or no, August. It's been August. And um, I've been taking Zoloft or uh, sertraline. I first started off with 50 milligrams and then 50 milligrams didn't really work. So then we went to 100 and now I'm on um, 150. And um, when I first started it, it was kind of weird. I was a little aggressive. It changed my mood a little bit. And then... Um, I also was pretty nauseous for the first couple weeks taking it, um, especially whenever the dosage would change. Um, I would get a little nauseous, but um, it, I, I was fine. I never threw up or anything. I know um, I know that the side effects differ between each person, but um, ever since taking it, I've gotten a lot better. You know, I haven't. Uh, I've uh, the thoughts a lot of the depressive thoughts have gone away my anxiety is um it's a lot better I'm not as anxious anymore but I do um I do still get pretty anxious so um I used to have really bad panic attacks before I took before I started medication um sometimes my panic attacks would just come from people sneaking up behind me, you know, and, um, it would send me into hyperventilating and, like, heart is racing. Um, ever since I started taking Zoloft, it's been a lot easier. I haven't had the constant, or sometimes constant panic attacks or suicidal thoughts or anything like that. Um, but that's not to say that I don't still have them because some days it does get pretty bad still and if I sometimes when I miss my when I miss t uh, taking my meds um, I'll have I'll be really groggy throughout the day and um, and a lot of my thoughts would be everywhere and I wouldn't really be able to to properly think 
but I think since taking Zoloft, I've been also been able to like focus a lot more. Um, and it's it's kind of changed the way I um, I think and like act throughout the days. So yeah, that I know that was a lot, but do you have any questions? No, you answered my question about the medication. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Alexis Leach, for being my special person on my podcast. You're welcome. The reason I did bring Alexis on this podcast is because in the book, there is this character named Harold, and he is diagnosed with depression within the book, and I wanted to bring Alexis for her experience with her depression. I would 100% recommend this book because it gives a good insight into the thought process of a person with a mental illness and the environment of a mental hospital to allow someone to better understand how it is to have mental illness. But I will say it is an emotional read, so be aware of that.